Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Rational Republican, a podcast where we look at complex issues facing us here in Oregon and around the nation. We'll try to address issues from a nonpartisan perspective and view our disagreements through a lens of respect rather than tribalism or divisiveness. I'm James Ball. This is Nick Perlosky. Hey, listeners. Happy weekend. Happy weekend. And uh, today we have a special guest. We have Ernie Hernandez. Ernie and I met a few years ago. Ernie grew up in Mexico, in Guadalajara. Correct? Yes. Correct. He just became a U.S. citizen about two years ago. Is that correct? Exactly. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Ernie's a lawyer, and he uh, he also happens to be gay. So this episode, we're going to be talking about LGBT issues. So Ernie, why don't you just take this time, give us a little bit about your uh, about your background, about who you are. Well, uh, first of all, thank you guys for inviting me to just be part of the project that is already <laughs> uh, going. Um, I really like it. I hear your uh, previous podcast, and I like it. And um, well, also, I'm Mexican, mm-hmm. born and raised. Uh, I went to law school in Mexico. A uh, little background of me is my family is way, way too Catholic. And uh, <laughs> I'm way, way too gay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know if it's a, a good referral. Um, so I'm here to talk about my story mm-hmm. or... Just answer so, some questions because uh, I find out during all my life that when somebody, you know, being gay and especially I'm I'm in my 40s something. Mm-hmm. So especially being gay in the 90s or 80s, 90s was kind of like, oh, you're going to go to hell. Mm-hmm. And it was a topic that nobody wants to talk about it, like openly. And everybody was gossip about it. So, um, it was so difficult to be gay. Now, being gay is easy. The change of times is, is, is way better. So I find out to be gay right now better than before. Good. Can I ask, did you yes. find out, or I, well, I guess, did you admit to yourself, did you know that you were gay when you were uh, a younger child? Uh, yes and no. Uh, <laughs> well, the, the, the thing is, is like a, like, if I allow to do like a little story about yeah, please it, do, please do. do a big story. This is what the podcast okay, is for. Well, and, um, <laughs> and actually this is the first time I guess, well, I talk about the story, uh, but what I'm saying before is now is when you're gay right now, all everybody wants to know, Oh, this, you know, is a big question. Like, Oh, how you turn gay or, mm. Oh, how, how you are, have you been always gay or have you always have these feelings? Now it's more open and the people are more curious, mm-hmm. always been curious, but now the people is more open to ask questions. Mm-hmm. So yes, um, it's something that when I realized that I was gay and I was, you know, uh, out of the closet, uh, I started to, I'm trying to, make like a survey with all my f- gay friends and people that are being gay, how was the process and h- what's made them gay. And I find out that it's different questions because one is, do you born gay mm-hmm. or do you turn gay? That's one question. And so far is both. I mean, mm-hmm. actually not both. I guess when you're gay, you're gay. Mm-hmm. When you have that feelings, you always have that thing and can be circumstances in your life that 
make you go that direction. And then so there's circumstances that you hold in it forever. You get married, you have kids, and then you're still gay in the closet. Yeah. So, but uh, in my thing, I guess it's something that you're born with. And then little by little, there are circumstances in your life or somebody else's life that turn that uh, inclination to came out. Nick and I were talking a little bit beforehand about, again, this is the rational Republican. A lot of Republicans have kind of an aversion to homosexuality for religious reasons. Um, I was wondering if you just talk about growing up Catholic and how that I don't know. Just tell tell us about your about growing up Catholic as and when you found out you were gay and how that all worked out. Well, um, well, first of all, thank you. And then, if you understand or you think the uh, audience is not going to the listeners mm-hmm. and understand something, just request you because my English sure. is not good enough. Our podcasting uh, <laughs> isn't that good. So, <laughs> so it's a work in progress. Working I'm going to try to not say a lot of F words and a lot of, you know, French because I'm really, my mouth is if, really If you bad. do, we can cut it out. Don't worry about oh, it. Oh, no, don't do it. <laughs> okay, well, um, how it is, okay, if I, if, I'm, if I go, like, tell how I turn gay is... I never turned gay. I guess always being gay. Mm-hmm. My family is pretty Catholic. My family is just like background is my family is one of the families that uh, founded my the city where I'm from. Hmm. Um, actually, my the city where I'm from is still really Catholic. is one of the Catholic cities in Mexico. Uh, everybody go and pray Sundays and then kill somebody on Monday mm. and then just go and say, forgive me on Sunday. So that's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there is a, real, a lot of good people. I guess being Catholic and being in a really in a pretty traditional family and conservative family like pa- like a political parties can be right. is tough because people they have certain idea what is the society have to be and what this the society have to do so basically in general idea to be gay to be gay Actually, to be a normal person or normal mm-hmm. guy in the society is like, well, you're born, your parents, they baptize you, uh, then you get the first communion, mm-hmm. and then you, you get the confirmation, and then after the confirmation, oh my God, you're ready because you're, you know, all enough, and then you find this beautiful Catholic girl with a good values, the family, mm-hmm. or oh, perfect family with money. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that type of things. And Slide then, that in there. Yes, right there. Uh, good family, you know, the father is politician, whatever. And then, wow, voila, you fell in love, you got married, and then you marry, you have three or four or five beautiful kids or the kids they got sent to me, mm-hmm. you know, to these people. And then you have grandkids and then you work and then you die and then you go heaven. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a perfect life for any one right so be out of that contest is kind of like going out of the road and mm-hmm. that's what scare people that's what is scare society that's what is scare religion that's what is scare everything because things that are not established there's something is oh my god there's something we have a saying in in, in spanish is the the chickens get out of the range or the okay the pen uh, yeah the, yeah and so what is happening is when 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 some of the of the 
of the people, they just get in another direction. Everybody starts to get scared. So that's what happened when you're gay mm-hmm. or when you don't want to marry or when you don't want to have kids or when you're lesbian or when you uh, want to be a science or one. I mean, things that are out of the normal society that was established is bad. Mm-hmm. So being gay in a Catholic world, in a traditional family was really tough because I remember when I was a kid, um, well, my life has uh, issues, personal issues with my family, like, you know, uh, your father, alcoholic, your mother, mm-hmm. you know, like fighting, your dad, alcoholic. So it can be like trigger thing to, you know, make you gay or whatever. But uh, in general, generally speaking, um, you born and then you see the everything, all your brothers, they got married, they have girlfriends. And, uh, but then you start to, to feel that you don't like blue, that you don't like, that you like pink <laughs> or that you don't like cars or trucks. You like Barbies or something. Well, mm. I wasn't that gay, but I mean, <laughs> but, uh, but, but you know, it's right. kind of like, and then you start questioning yourself at this young age and I say, what's going on with me? I mean, all my, my brothers and my cousins and everybody's playing with the guns and, you know, horses. And then, and then I like to just be relaxed and be with my sisters playing piano or whatever. So that's when you start to feel, but in a young age, you mm. don't, you don't, you don't realize that time what's going on. Then, my family, well, my brother, the big one, well, we call big one, but I guess he's the oldest one, mm-hmm. uh, the big brother. Uh, he was like, you know, this type of guy that he has a lot of girlfriends and all the beautiful ladies in town. They're like, oh, died for him. And he just like F with all the girls around and, you know, so his prototype of guy in the society was like, oh, you know, the macho man. Mm-hmm. Okay. So and, um, sometimes I hear when my brothers say, oh, if somebody is a, if somebody's a faggot in this family, I'm going to da- uh, load my gun in his butt, you know, like mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. And then you hear your mom, the, uh, there she's watching TV and then in the TV there was like a, a scene in the TV series there was like a gay guy or something and then your mother made the cross sign and say oh thank god no one of my sons or my daughters are gay and then you start to think like oh my god I mean I think that I have this disease but I don't want to tell my brothers I don't want to tell my family so that's mm. when the inside problems start when you start to not be you because your brother your mother your father their religion this mm-hmm. society tell that's not right so it's difficult if i answer that question yeah absolutely so it it, it just kind of makes me realize you know the the things we say do matter and you never really know who's listening especially f- friends and family and people you care about you know, saying disparaging things about, about homosexuals, about whomever, you never know what, how that's going to affect somebody. And that's, that's tough. So Ernie, you were saying the other day, uh, you, you have a son. Yes. And you, uh, so you had a girlfriend and you talked about a trip to, a trip to Israel. 
you want to just like talk, elaborate a little uh, bit talk on about, that? Okay, well, yeah, kind of how because this is this was kind of how you're how you not really discovered that you're gay, but like how you kind of came to terms with it. Is that correct? Yes. Um, I'm going to continue with the chronologic situation mm. about mm-hmm. being gay. Okay, go ahead. So is um, so I started to fight with that. I'm pretty religious. I believe in God, and I still believe in God. And I guess the only they're going to judge me at the last is not any political mm-hmm. party, any society, any friend of any member of the family. It's just God. So based on that, I was really concerned about going to hell. Hmm. Hell, hell, right? Hell. Yes. And um, and I was like, I remember there's a part that I like to share for all those people. They have these thoughts about between religion or between society, between tell your fathers or not, or your family is really tough. And somebody, they came out of there are really brave. But um, what happened with me is I was, I remember that I was a kid and then I just like, Every time that I want and go pray, I say, you know what? Um, God, take me this away. I don't want to next morning or when I wake up, I want to be normal and nothing's happened. I mean, God never listened to me in that, in that situation. I always asked for like a bike or something when I prayed. That's I felt screwed when I didn't get that. That's much more deep. Yeah, what you because got. It's, it's difficult because you see that not a lot of people is like you, and then you think honestly, you think that you have a disease, only you think that you're gonna die, and uh, uh, the worst thing about is you're going to die, and on top of that, you're gonna go to hell, and you're never gonna see God. Is imagine it was so, oh my God, it's terrible. So what happened is I start to, even I went to, I believe in confession. So sometimes I went to the prison and say, priest, I sin. And the priest is like, why? Because I think I, I like guys. Mm-hmm. And then like, okay. And the priest n- never, ever, I have any bad experience with priests. Mm-hmm. Never. Actually, they're really good ones. They tell me, you know what? You're a son of God. This has happened, but you know, this is a proof that you, that you love God. And then there's like, you know, you have to be so strong and then just cover it and pray, blah, blah, blah. But they never give me like a cure or something. So I start to live my life. Okay. And then I start to meet girls and I start to just for one time to just leave that apart. And I meet this beautiful girl. Uh, there's the mother of my son. And, um, so I got married. Well, I never got married, actually. We, we almost got married. We prepared all the wedding. Mm-hmm. And then we have a kid. It was two, two years when I went to Israel and everything was prepared to be, uh, the wedding. So and- you were, you were engaged and you had all the, all the wedding preparations were already done. And then you go on a, this trip to, to Israel. Yes. For how long? I, well, you- this is the thing because we have a, yeah. uh, Oh my God, this is going to be like a three hour podcast. So maybe. <laughs> no, 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 we're good. We're good. Well, we're, we're about 15 minutes in. We okay. Can, we're good. Uh, so the thing is, I went there because my family, we do travel, uh, like religious travels. Mm-hmm. So I went there to all these parts, you know, uh, Israel and, uh, the Vatican, whatever. So I was there and then all the groups, they back to Mexico. And I was there and I said, you know what? I'm going to stay. I was in uh, Tel Aviv and I said, I'm going to stay a little bit longer because I'm going to get married. And then when you're married, everything is 
going to be, oh my God, it's another life. Not because, I don't think that when you get, when you get married, everything is done, but it's another episode of your life different. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to enjoy uh, my singleness. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is the way to say it. And then I'm going to stay. So I stay and then I call my, my girlfriend and I say, oh, you know what? I'm going to stay a little bit. And she's like, you know, the, like, like, you know, like the, the, the cartoons. Or uh-huh, the, the, uh-huh. <laughs> and I say, okay, calm down. Okay. This is a week. So that week became eight months. A week became eight months. Eight months. So I stayed in Europe <laughs> for eight months, but that's when I realized because in Mexico in that time was really like people conservative and be gay is not good. In Europe, they will have ahead of us. So mm-hmm. when I went there and I see their guys, like some guys like holding the hands in the street. And then when I went to the bars, the bars, they were kind of like bisexual and nobody cares about, nobody talk about. And I say, huh, this is different. I guess mm-hmm. I'm not the only one. And I guess there's people like me in another part of the world. And I start to feel comfortable. And that's the... XXX story happened <laughs> in Spain. And then I decide to not get married. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the, the thing about being gay and almost get married. Wow. That's a, that's a crazy story. Can I ask, did you, was it soon after that that you decided to come to the United States or what was it that helped make that decision for you? How, how did you end up in Portland, Oregon? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Actually, that's one of the reasons, but not necessarily Portland. Uh, what happened is back to Mexico. And um, when I back to Mexico, I feel really, really lost because finally I discovered that indeed there's people like, like me and a lot more than you think. And it's people like me and there's nothing wrong with that. But I back to Mexico and everything was like, the same, you know, mm-hmm. your mom's still saying the same. Your dad, your dad is like, Oh my God, I thank God no gays in my family. Your brother wants to kill foggets and mm-hmm. you know, all that type of things. And you're like, Oh my God, what I'm going to do. And I start to ne- not be happy in my city. On top of that, my, my, my married, uh, was, you know, planning and I'm like, Oh my God, what I'm going to do. So one day, one of, actually, I'm in the United States because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it wasn't money. It wasn't because I have like, uh, you know, like a horrible life like other people. It's because I tried to run away of my family and I tried to run away of the society. They say, you know what? That's, that's not good. And, um, so one of my friends, she has a, um, store I start I come in here and then I just like come in here and I start work with them you know and then little by little I I like United States and I ended in in United States in Oregon because there was like a work proposal Mm -hmm. and I just come to Oregon for work okay so that's and as, as you mentioned before, you became a citizen about two years ago. Yes. So congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Felicidades. Gracias. <laughs> and yeah, about that is like, uh, honestly, it took me a lot of time to decide to be citizen. Mm-hmm. 
I guess I'm one of the persons that when I say I want to be citizen is because I really mean it, mm-hmm. not because it's the best thing for me. I was resident for a lot of time, but uh, when I decided to be a citizen is because I was ready to just like, you know, like be part of this country. So, and I'm proud to be, and I'm proud to be Mexican too. So. <laughs> good. A lot of good things. Well, and it's, I feel like that's especially interesting because we have, there's so much divisiveness that we have in this country. And we, there's, I think a lot of people across the world who view us as, especially in the last, oh, say two years. Two years, as, and, a, two years and a month. Two years yeah. and a month. Yeah, yeah right. However that, long, two years and two, two, years and two months. months. Something like that. <laughs> as, as maybe having taken a step backward in, in terms of not just progress in societal values, but progress in, intellectualism progress in you know valuing valuing other humans and other people but you you as a person who's been here for a number of years still made that commitment and still felt like you saw past the divisiveness of everything that goes on in here in the united states in terms of political perspective and you still wanted to make that decision to become a citizen of the united states yeah that's is because actually I believe in borders, mm-hmm. honestly, and I believe in in things that they have to have control because mm-hmm. otherwise it's like a mess. I I consider the Mexico and United States were kind of like really tight, mm-hmm. really tight. I mean, more than you think, more than you think. I Somos have, hermanos. Yes, mm-hmm. I have this. Uh, well, real quick, I have this commercial that I'm not going to say the brand, but it's like an air, 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 airline commercial, Mexican mm-hmm. airline. And then they come here to United States, and you see this white Republican people, and they interview them, and they say, "Oh, do you like Mexico?" Hell no, <laughs> you know. Okay, and <laughs> That's then a they good say, accent. "Yeah," <laughs> and they say, "Oh, do you like tacos?" Oh yeah. Do you like Corona? Yeah. Do you want to go to Mexico? Never. <laughs> so do th- yeah, these people and they say, okay, well, we're going to do this advertising and we're going to take the DNA test in your blood and see how Mexican you are. Know how Mexican? Yeah. How, sure. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How Mexican you are. And they say, okay, yes, let's do it. And then just take the blood and then the, the whitest guy and the most, you know, against yeah. Mexico, they have Almost 26% Mexican wow. blood. <laughs> so I, t- I, I, I say this because we're really tied for generations. Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to go to the political and historical context right now because it's a other topic. Right. But I guess we are the ones that have been here forever. Mm. So the white people come <laughs> to America <laughs> and that's when everything starts. So, uh, we are a lot and we're Mexican people. They're living here forever and then they slice the border to the south. And now, oh, now all these Mexican people are American people. Okay. So being in this country, being gay, being Mexican is kind of like challenge Mm -hmm. now. Uh, Well, it's not a challenge. Well, what makes it? you a great podcast guest, though. Yeah, I know. But, uh, <laughs> but you know what? I guess we are. I guess. I guess my opinion. We have a um, retrocess. Like mm-hmm. retrocesses means when we go in advance and we progress something. And lately, 
regressive. Regre yeah, uh, re in the political ambience yeah. and the society and the idea, and we get like different steps back. Um, I guess my opinion about being gay or about being whatever, not thinking the future and thinking in the past and stalking the past, that's not good. Hmm. Meaning is, um, like you programmed to say abortion the other day in the mm -hmm. other podcast. Abortion. Okay. It's not a topic. It's prevention now, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, like example, being gay, being gay is like maybe in the past, in the Bible, in the Genesis was something they have to be condemned because otherwise there's going to be a lot of people being gay and don't have children. And then the, the Israelis or the God, the, the, the people of God or the, the, they're distinguished. But now it's not any reason. We are a lot of people. So everybody can be whatever they want to be unless they don't affect some other people. And, and that's a good point. I think it's important to remember that. This is that Nick and I are members of the Republican Party, not the Christian Party. And, you know, we're, we're based on conservative principles, one of them being, yeah, live and let live. Um, I'm going to do what I believe is right. You do what you believe is right. As long as what you do doesn't affect me, I, what I do doesn't affect you. As long as that's the case, you know, do, do whatever you want. And, that, and that's a conservative principle that I think that we can, we as Republicans ought to get behind. So anyway... The, one of the reasons we wanted to have you on here, and we talked about this before the podcast, is the Oregon Republican Party platform states that marriage is between one man and one woman. So up until recently, as like, I think, 2011, 2010, 2011, um, there was much more, much harsher language in the platform. Spoiler alert. Uh, the uh, our, our buddy Xander was, was instrumental in getting some of that language taken out. And so they, Xander is going to be on the podcast, not the next episode, but two episodes from now. So stay tuned, everybody. Stay tuned. So yeah, about a month he'll be on here and we can talk to him about that. Yes. So knowing that the Republican Party is basically anti-gay marriage, what, how does that make you feel as, as a gay man who is now able to vote in the United States? Well, I guess the motivation... I'm pretty romantic when I talk, so mm -hmm. sorry, but um, I guess the motivation of any human being or any, not human being, I guess society sometimes is their own, own benefit, mm -hmm. like business or something. I guess we have to go more deep in why the Republican Party is against gay marriage. If it's the um, religious contest, they want to, okay, we're going to be really like, Okay, the religion says no men and men or no woman, woman, they have to be because it's against God's law. Mm -hmm. And then that uh, transfer to the political ide ideology, okay, I guess this have to be changed. Mm -hmm. Um, just to, just to let you know, um, every religion in this world, uh, they've been, create like a long time ago mm -hmm. long time ago we were saying 70 million or billion people in the earth there was no computer there was no mm -hmm. podcast there was nothing uh they have to protect their own people and they have to protect their ideology so what they do they create rules and regulations based on god or sometimes based on um, punish people for things 
Every religion, like Catholic religion, they have concilias every certain year. Before was like every hundred years, they get all these people together from the from the Catholic Church together, and they get all agree what is going to lead the next future of the of the of the church. Jewish, they do the same. Everything do the same. Every religion do the same. I guess for Democrats, Republicans. Christian, Catholics, Jewish, Muslims, any other religion, that's what they have to do. This just take this old fashioned idea, okay, mm -hmm. and then just do something really clear. What's the situation of the world? And then go from there. Because, like example, circumcision, we don't need more anymore circumcision and mm -hmm. was established circumcision. Like, uh, gay marriage is not, now it's like, we are a lot. I mean, there's there's any way that you that you've been punished for being gay now for me marriage what is the concept of marriage if we go to religious contest religious is you born well you was created and then you born well you was created well obviously your parents they're working on it and then you create being created and then you born and then you're being raised and then you grow up and then you find a, wo a woman and then you work for God and then you have kids and then you die and then your kids follow all your your the the rules for the religious of the society and what's the principle of the society in that time is make the people reproduce because they need people for being in that that because people is power when 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 it's like at the parties what you're trying to do is to get more people into your party because that makes you strong so that's why the religion of the of the of the societies in that time okay that's why they want they want more people to have more power right. so they create rules and regulations about marriage and about homosexuality Okay, because if they allow men to men go marry in that time or they not punish that, men to men they cannot have kids. Yep. So there's one kiss, one son or one one children or one child less to the society. So they put these rules. So uh religion contest is that's not allowed. It's against God and not allowed. So then transfer to the political contest and the uh party contest is like no, because God is says it's bad or the religion said it's bad, we're not allowed to. But what I'm thinking is why don't we don't think practical? Yeah. Okay. Practical means the marriage is a union in two person. They decide to live together and grow up together. So Nick and I were actually at a at a thing on Friday where we had a speaker talking about this. Um, and one of the things that he made, one of the distinctions he made is between religious marriage and state-sponsored marriage, basically. And his point was a, a religion should be able to determine whatever... Whatever, whatever it whatever, is that they want to do. Exactly. Yeah, that's Ma marriage from a religious standpoint, you go to a church, you go to a faith, you go to whatever, and they define religion however they choose to define it. The state, on the other hand, ought to treat people equally, ought to treat people man, man, woman, woman, man, woman. Um, if you want to marry someone and from a state perspective, th there should be no distinction. And I think that was an, an interesting point that I hadn't really thought of before. Another 
a version, I think, from the Republicans to um, or people who are who are opponents of gay marriage is they say that it's bad for the kids, that they'll adopt and that they'll it'll be bad. And so one of the things that Xander was able to remove from the ORP platform was talking about how we, the Republican Party, oppose gay people um, adopting. And so I found this this study from Cornell, or actually it was, it was a, an article put out by Cornell University, uh, found that there were 79 scholarly articles regarding children of homosexual parents. And 75 of the 79 concluded that there was basically no difference between children of a heterosexual couple and a homosexual couple. Of the four that did not determine that, all of them had were, came from broken homes. So you can you can pretty pretty reliably pull those out as being outliers. Know, they're they're the- outliers that the 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 divorce, the breakup of the family probably had an effect as well. I mean, it probably was the main contributor in these in these kids' um, development. Anyway, there's no evidence that says gay marriage is bad for kids. This is based on outdated. There's no there's no current reason to promote having children. Uh, the only real argument is a religious argument. And again, from a conservative standpoint, we should be focused on the live and let live. That's the conservative principle. We are not the Christian party. We and are the just, Republican party. Uh, to, to slightly enlighten our listeners, because unfortunately, not everybody who's going to listen to this podcast is able to be here with us in Ernie's apartment this afternoon. <laughs> Thank you. You Ernie. are religious. You know, not to belabor the point, but you, I'm looking around and I see myriad crosses, statues of Jesus, <laughs> paintings, what have you. You are a religious person, so I, I feel like it's safe to assume that in your mind, it is possible to be both an advocate for your religion and an advocate for your sexuality. You don't feel that there's necessarily that the two are mutually exclusive, that you can only pick one. Well, what happened is with that with that topic is when you really go to any level in your religion that you really read the Bible and... Uh, understand what is on it and not just go to mass and hear what the priests have to say because normally when the priests or pastors or whatever sometimes they say things in their own pro you know like oh we need more money so we're going to say that if you give they're going to multiply in thousand or something like that so what happened is is when you when you're religious and when you know what, I, I wish to tell you, I have time to tell you about my mom's, what they say, the, hmm. the story, how my mom's find out and how we talk about it. But, uh, it's really, is is really emotional thing. But what I'm saying is I know who I am and I guess not think there is other type of people, uh, not thinking there, is bad or not if if for religion people being different so then people with disabilities syndrome like down syndrome oh, yeah. mm-hmm. or other type of people that they cannot correct they're also as on a religion they say oh you're mal, mal you're miscarry mis- not miscarry but you're a defect of god mm-hmm. so 
every father is gonna live he gonna love his child no matter what. So the problem is with the homosexuality is the parents say, well, he, he's normal guy, but he is gay. So he has these tendencies and I don't allow him because I do something wrong or, you know, the society and everything. I guess marriage is just like a contract. You're married with your work. You're James are married with your, where you work and with your company. You're married with your parents. You're married with your friends. You're married. Mary is a commitment that you both going to do something together. I mean, we're married right now because we have <laughs> this thing in common. And then we just going to do the, this podcast and then we're going to make this better so that's well this a little marriage but meaning i feel like that we're on to something here with marriage podcast like we can do a bachelor party for the podcast we <laughs> yeah. can get like little rings like let's oh, let's man. let's roll with this i like yeah. it yeah <laughs> so what, I, what i'm saying is is the concept the marriage the concept go the political parties they trying to drag the religion in order to just do something against marriage I guess it's not nice. Sure. All right. So we're getting toward the end of the podcast. I do have one more question for you, something I'd like to, to get your opinion on. What can the Republican Party do to be more friendly to LGBT folks, in, in your opinion? What do you see as something we can work on? Oh, do you see the movie Vice? Yeah. We're talking about oh, the other days. Yeah. The Vice is, the, is, 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 is that's the thing. Is This guy is... Um, Dick, Dick Cheney, Dick Cheney, who was his the... daughter, his daughter is gay. Uh-huh. So he has no any problem with that because he loves his dad, his daughter. So what happened when he talked to Bush and he said, you know, I'm going to support you in your campaign, but I'm going to ask you, you as a Republican, never talk the gay topic, never talk about it because my daughter is gay mm-hmm. and everything was perfect. So after all, when this, when the other's daughter's trying to run for a Congress, office, she's a, a Congress, Congress or something, she came out and say, okay, I'm on pro gay marriage because my sister is, um, gay. What happened? It was a reaction in all the Republicans and everybody's against and it was like a mess. It was, it was like hurricane there. That's not, that's, I guess, as you guys do it, like, don't make the Democrats, don't make the world think that the Republicans, they don't care people. Don't make, because what is happening, honestly, I'm sometimes a pro-Republican, but when I see things about the comments of the Republicans or the way that they express about immigrants, mm-hmm. because there are immigrants, because mm-hmm. I can tell you that all your bloods there have a blood from other other places, and I yep. guess Native people, Mexican people, and the rest of Americans, we been here before you guys. So it's not about who deserves to be in this country or in this land. Is no, we are here from Alaska to 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 Argentina. We all live in Americans. We all are Americans. So when when the Republican Party or the Republican streamy people, they're like. No, you know, we're going to kill this rapist and, or being gay is bad or that's makes, that's makes the people think that's not the right party. I mean, Republican right. sucks, you know, 
And it's not because I have friends like you guys and I've been around people that they have really brilliant way to think. They see economy differently. They see things different like Democrats. I'm not saying Democrats are bad or good. I'm, I guess human size is we thinking human size is Democrats. I, in right away as a demo, well, I'm not Democrat. I'm, I'm guy. I'm kind of like, <laughs> besides gay, I guess I, I bet for the best person, no matter sure. what, if it's Democrat or Republican. Okay. Because honestly, it can be like a Republican with really good ideas. We respect people. Think about the everybody deserves their rights. The, Everybody, they have control. I believe in control. I believe in border control. And I'm a Mexican, okay? But I don't believe in a wall. And I don't believe that some people in your party, they're expressed in derogatory language to another human beings that affect all Republicans. And that's not right. So I think what the Republicans can do to the people both for you, for the, for, is like be, like what you guys doing, like show the, the human sides of the, the human side of the Republicans yeah. that they care about, uh, people that they, you know, that's, that's, that's important. And, um, the thing that they should not do is go black or white. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess being black or white in this era is being stupid. And it's been stupid because you don't see what is in between. And then we are in between. We are a country, there's more than 3 million people in this country with different diversity of everything. And then just think that everybody's white or just think that everybody's a criminal or um, illegal or think the uh, gay people, they should die or not have rights. All that type of things is kind of like, so it's been retrograde. Uh, and it's not, it's not right. I mean, I find a lot of Republican people really nice, honest. They're religious, but they're, uh, they have the principles of the religion and the, and the principles of Christ or the principles of the divinity or mm-hmm. any is respect. Yeah. Love. And, and like you said, that, that's pretty much exactly why we're trying to do this because the, minority of the party who is hateful and who is saying these things that that it, i i they tend to be the loudest but i don't i don't think that they're that they're a majority and so if we can just kind of get the voice out there of of being a rational republican <laughs> one thing shameless they, plug <laughs> no if they say that the republicans most of the republicans are religious they're mm-hmm. like there's one there's one parable or something in the in the bible and they say that jesus christ they're going to stone stonish someone and they say the one that have no sins through the first stone mm-hmm. so i'm i'm came with this because someone of the listeners they're republican mm-hmm. they listen this because maybe they listen because they say oh let's see what these two guys doing okay just think about it, and then you may have someone that is gay in your house. Then you have someone maybe that's like a Mexican, or uh, 
or black or Muslim or whatever. So just think about when you think about you and your owns and when you think about what you can do better for yourself, do better for somebody else. Mm -hmm. So that makes people better. So Republicans, what they do is they trying to be not all, but they trying to be, oh, this is how it is. And in order to be a good Republican, I have to do this, 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 and that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm trying to be a good Mexican. I'm going to eat tacos and tequila. Just <laughs> To know. be fair, tacos and tequila are pretty great, though. <laughs> I, I can get down with You tacos. know, so <laughs> instead of saying, you know what, what I have to do to be better, okay? And I guess respect. Mm-hmm. Respect is the main thing in this society. So if you respect some others and work for, I believe in control of, uh, I, I, I'm a pro-life, you know, I'm a pro-life. I have a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I have another story how we decide to have the kid because normally, uh, my mom, well, that's another story, but I mean, there's like pack, like a three we'll days to, podcast. We'll need to have you on again. And we'll <laughs> yeah, I know. But, uh, <laughs> My mom told me, how are you going to decide for somebody else's life? And then my mom told me, you should think about that before stick your thing in somebody else. <laughs> yeah. you know? can, can I just say, I, I, you said a lot of really incredible things in the last time. You said a lot of great stuff that I hope people draw inspiration from. The one thing that sticks out is you said, I have great friends like you and I have great friends who are you know, really smart and think about things great ways. And I don't know what me and James did to have to distinguish. So we, could, we couldn't have been in that second part too. Like, come on, man. Well, you are guys, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. the fact that you are doing this is, is pretty not, not, well, my, my English really bad, but it's pretty oh, recogni- recognize, uh, it's something that we have to recognize in a good way. Oh, well, thanks. Because, uh, as a Republican, you have two options. Well, now you guys have the third one, but I mean, it's like, or keep doing what all Republicans are doing it, support your Republican representatives, even though you're not agree, mm-hmm. or do the opposite and became Democrat, right? <laughs> or just refresh what is established and then renew because everything is renew. Everything is just to see what's going on. And we see in other areas, but not in the human mind. And we don't see in the human way to think. We see, I remember, have you guys see the Jetsons? Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, for all the people that listen, there is not our age. This, the Jetsons was this, um, cartoon. The, the guys, they look in the phones and they have like a FaceTime thing. And then they, they have, uh, these computers. And in that time when the Jasons came out, there wasn't exist all that things. Mm-hmm. And they think there was like a fiction. Okay. Now we're doing it. Now we have FaceTime. Now we, we, we can, we can have WhatsApp, whatever we have, a, you name it. We have podcasts. We have everything. We renew. We medicine is renew everything. But it's unbelievable that some religions or some political parties, they still like years ago and they don't go forward. Mm-hmm. So what is happening go forward? Marriage is a contract, period. It's not about if you have penis and penis or vagina and penis. It's 
a contract. It's two people that decide to live together and growing up. And it's not fair because imagine all the people that is right there that you have a friend and then you love your friend because he's your friend or because you really are gay and you guys have a business and you have everything. And for some reason, your friends die and then you secure your, your contracts. Somebody, the family is going to take everything from, from you while you work together. So that's why the partnership, that was the, 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 the marriage. I mean, on top of that, they love each other. So yeah. is, is think right now in racist or being uh, homophobic or being intolerant, I guess is really not nice. It's not in. And all these people that are trying to be have the new gadgets and the new phones and they dress well, well, be nice. That's part of that part of that's part of how we are now. Yeah. So being people they thinking in the past and they trying to establish and keep thinking abortion uh or gay situation or illegal or whatever and not just criticize instead of do something and invent the new forms to lead that situations. Uh, that's what the everybody should do it now. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Hey, Ernie, thank you so much for being on the podcast. We're out of time. We're actually over time, but that's okay. Listeners, uh, please go to the website, jamesaball.com. You can also find us by searching The Rational Republican on your favorite podcasting service. We're on Apple uh, Podcasts. We're on Google Play. We're on SoundCloud. Facebook and, and Twitter. Facebook Hit and Twitter. Hit us up on social. We're millennials. State Over Party. And we will see you in two weeks.